Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to the Kitchen Garden Magazine podcast, your fortnightly fix of gardening features, advice, and chat. Subscribe and follow us now to never miss an episode. Bring on the bees. Bees perform such a vital role in the garden, yet for many reasons they are struggling and need our help. Kitchen Garden Editor Steve Ott suggests some simple ways to lend these wonderful insects a helping hand. Many of our favourite crops, including most of our fruits and a number of popular vegetables, need to be pollinated in order to produce a good crop. Even some which are self-pollinating will produce bigger and better pickings once bees and other pollinators have worked their magic. The relationship between plants and insects is complicated. And we're only just discovering the many amazing adaptions made over millions of years by both insect and flower to ensure a successful partnership. Unfortunately, we have unwittingly managed to damage this relationship by massively changing habitats, affecting climate and introducing pesticides. We've also been busy breeding ever more complicated and blousy flower shapes, and while large double blooms may be more aesthetically pleasing to us, they must be a complete mystery to insects which, in many cases, are simply not adapted to them and find it impossible to reach the pollen and nectar hidden deep inside. Making your plot bee-friendly. This is much easier than you might imagine. We already supply some flowers in the form of flowering crops. The many popular fruit plants that we love so much, such as apples, pears, cherries and apricots, all flower early in the season and form an important source of food for bumblebees at just the time when overwintering queens are coming out of hibernation and take to the wing to start new colonies. This is also an important time for other types of bee, such as solitary mason and leaf-cutting bees, which also emerge in spring to breed and build nests to lay their eggs. Of course, it is just as important to ensure a good supply of food for bees, both wild bees and honey bees, while they are active, right through from early spring to the autumn. In the veg garden, there can be a bit of a hungry gap on the plot once the flowers on early fruit fade, although early crops such as autumn-sown broad beans may help. Many of our more popular veggies are harvested long before they have a chance to flower, so you may have to call on other garden plants and wildflowers to help keep the feast going for hungry bees until other flowering crops like strawberries and cane fruit kick in. 
Fortunately, allotments have always been home to a wide range of flowering plants for cutting, and many gardeners have learned the value of allowing some areas of the plot to host plants which add colour to the garden, but that also help bees and other insect pollinators and predators to thrive, whether these are cultivated or wild. Beelax with the lawn Most gardens have a lawn, and allotment sites may have a patch that can be treated with a loose, hands-off approach to mowing. By mowing only lightly in spring, and not at all after the middle to the end of May, wild flowers that will naturally be present in the turf, such as daisies, clover and self-heal, the mix will vary depending on the location and soil, will be able to flower rather than being chopped and consigned to the compost heap. You can do the same with grass paths around and between your plot. By cutting a little less, the flowers of lawn species can be allowed to flower to the benefit of the local wildlife. Grow a mini meadow Traditional meadows were a place where man and nature worked in harmony. But due to modern farming practices and the encroachment of buildings on the countryside, they're now in short supply. So, why not plant your own? It may look easy, but making a species-rich, sustainable meadow takes work and maintenance. Perhaps the simplest way to start is to set aside part of the garden, even a small part, where you can introduce a variety of wild flowers to give a spread of blooming through the summer and autumn. The key to a good meadow is poor soil. Anything which has had lots of organic matter and fertiliser added is not ideal. But if you have an area of rough grass which has been much neglected, this can be perfect. It's not that you can't make a meadow from good soil, it just needs more work. In my own garden, I make a point of giving vigorous perennial wild flowers, such as field scabious, a Chelsea chop, cutting back new growth by half every year in mid-May, coinciding with the start of the Chelsea Flower Show. This removes much of the initial soft, lush growth which is gathered up and composted, and with it some of the excess nutrients. It also checks growth and encourages shooting, so I get shorter plants, more like those found growing naturally in the hedgerows, but with more flowers. When looking for plants to grow in your meadow, remember that it is a mistake to fight nature by trying to grow plants that will not thrive on your soil or climate. Instead, get some advice from local experts, such as your local wildlife trust, or look around you and take note of what plants grow naturally in your neighbourhood or in your local nature reserve. From these, select the best for bees and aim to have as many of these as you can. Of course, you can always simply plant common meadow or cornfield annuals, and all the major seed companies supply these. They are fast-growing and pretty, as well as being great for bees and other insects. Over time, however, unless you keep sowing, you may find that certain species multiply while others die out, according to how much they like your local conditions. Some may like it rather too much and actually become invasive, so that over time you end up with a meadow containing just one species. This is fine, except it may all flower at the same time, meaning the bees go hungry before and after your dominant wildflower has blossomed. Maintaining a wildflower meadow, however small, 
therefore involves some weeding out of dominant species and replanting or re-sowing of others. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. At the end of the season, once all the plants have flowered and set seeds, the top growth is cut back and raked up ready for the compost heap, or left over winter as a place for insects, frogs and hedgehogs to survive until the spring. Simple is best. The very best flowers for pollinators are single flat blooms with few petals that form a nice big platform, with the male and female parts exposed in the centre and easy for insects to reach. Umbrella-shaped blooms, umbellifers, such as fennel, dill, angelica and cow parsley, are also great and will also attract hoverflies, which are not only great pollinators, but also super effective pest predators. Not all great bee flowers are native meadow species. Many are introduced from all over the world and are now popular garden plants. Pollinators have adapted to be able to gather nectar and pollen from most of them. KG Top Tip Make a Home for Bees Different species of bees have different requirements when it comes to nesting. Solitary bees, like leafcutters and mason bees, will look for cavities in the soil, walls, trees, bricks and in the hollow stems of plants, such as bamboo, as in bee hotels. Social bumblebees nest in various sites, such as old rodent burrows, under sheds or in bird nest boxes. Some nest in tussocks of rough grass or sheltered corners, and the eaves of buildings and nests may contain up to 400 insects. You can buy solitary bee hotels, or they're easy to make, by drilling old logs or stuffing sections of piping with old hollow plant stems or bamboo canes cut to a suitable length. Many other insects will use these too as a safe place to hide away for the winter. KG Favourites Here are a few of my favourite common all garden blooms that are also great bee plants. 
Check out your local garden to see which are most likely to thrive in your area. Spring and early summer flowering. Foxglove, poisonous if eating, will often self-seed. Crocus, great to lift your spirits after a long winter. Apple and pear have several varieties for cross-pollination. Blackberry and bramble, why not let a few brambles grow through a hedge? Broom, dazzling colour in spring and a light fragrance. Hellebore, great early colour for the garden and often self-seed. Lungwort, pulmonaria, attractive foliage too. Summer flowering, alliums. Ornamental and cultivated onions. Strawberry, cultivated and alpine. Erangium, sea holly, often self-seeds. Echinops, globe thistle, a real bee magnet. Scabious, cultivated and wild. Oregano, marjoram. Clover, including trefoils and vetches. Cotoneaster, berries also great for birds in autumn. Spear thistle. Remove the flower heads before seeding. Lavender. So many uses and also now a trendy pot plant. Chives. The flowers are edible too. Hardy geraniums. Long flowering season. Borage. Will self-seed freely. Comfrey. Also makes a great liquid feed. St John's wort. Wild and cultivated types. Daisies such as oxeye and lawn daisies. Hedge woundwort, Stachys sylvatica, plus cultivated types. Late summer and autumn, monkshood, all parts are highly poisonous. Ivy, the high-calorie berries are great winter food for birds. Budlia, loved by butterflies and other pollinators. Michaelmas daisies, the simple blooms of asters provide essential late food. Winter flowering. A few species of bees are active during the winter and planting one or more of these plants will give them a food source. Mahonia also has attractive dark purple berries. Viburnum ex bodnantens, great winter fragrance. Winter honeysuckle, amazing scent. For more information, visit the Bumblebee Conservation Trust for much more on helping Britain's 250 species of bees. Plus find details on building a nest for bumblebees at www.bumblebeeconservation.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe to Kitchen Garden Prime for just 4 99 per month. You'll be getting a whole lot for your plot, including an easy-read tablet and phone edition to read anywhere, anytime. Exclusive access to 10 years of digital back-issue archives, access to exclusive content from the online allotment, the Mudcuteers website, plus the monthly print magazine will be delivered free to your door each month. Head to classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash kgprime to sign up today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.